Welcome to Christchurch Manchester Sermon Podcast. CCM is one church that meets every Sunday in various locations across Manchester. For more information about who we are or about our Sunday meetings, please visit www.christchurchmanchester.com. I bring greetings from Uganda from uh, my family and from the family of churches I lead. Uh, we really want to thank the Lord so much for our partnership with you. You are a great team, eh? a great people who are very hungry and thirsty for God, and that's what we need. Actually, if you can go through this uh, school of uh, prophetic, you can come down and help us because we have so many false prophets down there. And uh, many people have shied away from prophecy because of wrong false prophets. And it shouldn't be because they will be false and they will be good. Yeah, shouldn't be. So that is uh, my short introduction. Uh, I think we can uh, go into the word. Yeah. I just want to encourage you. Yeah. Just want to encourage you because uh, the Bible is full of encouragement. Words of encouragement. The Bible is full of words of encouragement. Many people in the Bible here, I was even tempted to teach on Joshua. The song we sang a few minutes ago, it is about Joshua you know, meeting the angel of the Lord and uh, he's about to go to, you know, he's about to attack Jericho and uh, he doesn't know what to do and he's asking God and God sends an angel. You know, it's very powerful, but uh, I'm not going to share on that because... Uh, let me share something different, a short, so that you don't leave me in this hall this evening. Yeah? Is that okay? Yes. Let us pray together. Just stretch your hands. Let us pray together. Just, yes, yes. Lord, we thank you so much for gathering us here this evening. We thank you for your grace upon each one of us. We thank you for your plans for each one of us. We thank you, Lord, that we are in the right place at the right time. And that, Lord, you have great to give us this evening. So we are hungry for you, and we ask that you come and fill us afresh, that we will enjoy your presence, because it is in your presence that all the weights we carry, Lord, melt in the presence of the Lord. So we thank you that you brought us here for a divine reason, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. So turn with me in the book, uh, the book of uh, Luke. The book of Luke. Uh, want to, we want to look at uh, a story here. The book of Luke, uh, chapter 8. And we are going to look from uh, verses, verses 43 uh, to verses... Uh, 48. So a few verses. I hope they will help us as we, we go through them. Yes. Uh, verse 48. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately, and immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, 
who touched me. When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitude throng and press you. And you say, who touched me? They couldn't understand why he would say, who touched me? But Jesus said, somebody touched me. For I perceived power is going out of, from me. Now when the woman saw that she was no, not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. And he said to her, daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Yeah? It's a very good story. Very good story of uh, this lady who has been ill for 12 years. I don't know anyone here who has ever been ill for 12 years. You wouldn't even go anywhere else. You remain in bed to die. You don't. You've lost anything, you know, anything that can take you out of, from where you are to being much better off. And some people, actually some theologians think this lady had even lost her marriage because 12 years, she was not going to give birth. 12 years, 12 years, she's not a woman in a home. And uh, she had allowed, possibly allowed her husband to remarry. And she had given everything she had. And she never gave up. She tried to get better, but it was difficult. I want us possibly to put this in our own perspective. If it was me, if it was you, what would you do? Think about it. I know you are very young and you've said this cannot happen to me, but sickness can happen to anyone. Whether old or young, it can happen to anybody. One can be sick and you're grounded in a house. You cannot move out. I mean, anything can happen. But this lady did some things which I want us to explore slowly and we see because in her day she was taken to be unclean. So a person is uh, having flow of blood that is not stopping. She was taken to be unclean, and she was not allowed to go in the public. And that's why she came from behind, and she, I imagine she had covered herself. Because in the case they would see her, they would say, ah, ah, no, 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 you're not supposed to be here, and should be chased away. How we can meet with Jesus when we are intentional. Even when things, all the olds are working against us, when we are intentional, we can easily meet Jesus. And something can happen that it can change our story. Yes? So I have written some thoughts, yeah? I like writing thoughts. You can buy them, you can leave them here. Yes, by the time I finish, I want money here, so, Yeah? <laughs> Yeah, one, this lady refused to listen to the crowd. 
She would have listened. You know how when you've been ill for a long time, everybody becomes a doctor. <laughs> they say, oh, this has ever happened. I've ever had this. My sister has ever had this. My uncle has ever had this. My mom has ever had this. My dad has ever had this. And this is what we try to do. This lady had all that. And maybe some, a good number were telling her, you are wasting your time. Don't even leave your house. It's too much for you. And you know, in Africa, I don't know about here, but in Africa, he knows, they, 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 we have a saying in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the Ugandan language which says, oh, you will really badly off. That's what, and that's how we help people. But surely, it doesn't make you any better. You really badly off, it pushes you down. And that's the best way we can help someone. But this lady never wanted such a statement. You badly off. She wanted healing. She wanted something the Lord can do. And she gets better. And uh, she refused to listen to the crowd. We can listen to the crowd. You know, the crowd can be TV we watch. The crowd can be newspapers we read. Can be a lot of information we have in our minds. This is incredible. You'll never be healed. You're born like this. You die like this. There's nothing to change you. She refused to listen to that. And I asked myself, Lord, what a great faith this lady had. Yeah? What a great faith this lady had because she refused and she said, I will press on until my miracle comes. And she heard Jesus was in the city and she said, I'm going to see. I may not shake hands with him. It will be very hard to go in front of him, but I will touch the hem of his garment. Hallelujah. I will touch the hem, at least from behind. I will touch it. And when she touched, the power of God touched her and she was instantly healed. And Jesus knew. You see, when we come to Jesus with intentions of getting better, intentions of wanting to have an encounter with him, we surely get it. The, the reason is sometimes we don't, we don't come with the intentions of meeting with him. And that's what religion does. You just go to church. I told the, 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 the congregation I met early in the morning, I was a Catholic. I was going to become a Catholic priest. How many here were Catholics before? Anyone? No. Okay, you're Protestants. I know Britain are Protestants, and that is it. We, are not, we were not very close friends with the Protestants. Catholics and Protestants are parallel. They never meet. Maybe in heaven, I don't know, but uh, on earth they never meet. They accuse each other for being liars and things like that. But you know, we would go to church, Catholics would go to church just for the sake of going to church. You'd never carry a Bible with you. You may never even remember what the priest has taught. And it would also be very fast. Just read a verse and that is it. few things, you just, you know, and you go. And it's with such a kind of faith, such a kind, you can never meet with God. Because it's so, so shallow. God wants with somebody who has intentions 
of meeting with him, of changing. Number two, she had spent everything she had. She had spent, you know, and really, beloved, I don't know here if, if you knew that your account is empty, whether you can smile, whether you can go try another, you know, you, you say I'm finished. There's a, a rich young man in the Bible came to Jesus and said, how can one, in, you know, become, inherit the kingdom of God? How can, and he just said, no, you go and sell everything you have. He told him a lot of things. I do that, I do that, I do that, I do that. And he said, okay, if you do that, then go and sell everything you have and come and follow me. He said, I'm going to check on my dad. I'll come back. He never came back. Why? He touched on something that was very important for him. She had spent everything she had. You think about it, surely. If you spent everything, would you ever have any courage to move on? Or you would just want to kill yourself and that is it. Or clock, close yourself in a room and you die there and people come and take the body afterwards. Because you have nothing to, you know, you have nothing to lean on. There's an old song they used to sing that the things of this world are shaky. We can lean on the things of this world and they will never support us. Especially when you have a sickness like this. Today, you know, I have seen doctors around and you can fix this yeah? in minutes. You can fix that. Then it was hard. And there are times where it even fails as well. I've had among many, many women, there's one usually who, when they have a flow of blood, they will never stop that. They have to either die among so many women. So she, she had spent everything. Number three, she refused to give up. I want us to get that point. She refused to give up. You know the challenge or the, the difference between a, a, a successful person and a failure? Do you know where it lies? It's, it's giving up quickly. It's trying something and it doesn't work. You just go. And wherever it is, you know, whether it is in studies, whether it's in marriage, whether it's in business, whatever, even ministry like, like pastoral ministry, very easy to give up. You stand here and they begin talking ill of you. Oh, and your wife hears about it. Then she comes later in the evening and says, Darling, we quit. We go. We cannot lead people who despise us. She refused to give up. Even when she had spent everything she had, she refused to give up. Can I encourage us that we refuse to give up? There's a young man in church. He was giving us a testimony how he ended up marrying the lady, the wife he has. Every time she would, he would go to suggest... Are you married? Yes. Okay. Oh, that's good. What is your wife? Uh, she's not here. She's looking after my little one. Okay, you better sit with her, otherwise they will take her away from you, yeah? <laughs> we, we take... We tell people in church like that, because Kampara, 
they can tell you, oh, take your wife without knowing. But if she's at home, that's okay. The door is locked. So, <laughs> so, so you find her. So he's, uh, he told us, he told us a story. How he ended up marrying this, this lady he has. Every time she, he approached her and told her his intentions, they were, they, the lady said no. But she persevered. She kept on going and going. I think she had read the locating and, you know, until the lady accepted and said, yes, they're now pastors. That is Isaac, Isaac and his wife. The wife had refused. But he gave, he kept on, kept on. So I'm helping some young men here. Go keep on. Don't give up until she says yes. But don't tell them, this is what the Lord is saying. And if you don't accept me, then you may have problems. Don't say that. Just say, you know. Yeah? When we were young, we had, uh, we, had uh, we used to, used to see young men, young boys, right, or girls. Uh, yeah, right, uh, draw a picture of a heart, yeah? And put an arrow, yeah? He said, That's, this is how I love you. That's <laughs> how I love you. I don't know whether you did that, because when it sent it to Burundi, I heard about your story. Yeah? So, so never, never give up. The reason we fail in life is giving up. You fail today and you say, I will not make it tomorrow. The other day I tried, I failed. The other day I tried, I failed. I'm giving up. Maybe that time you're stopping, if you had continued, you'd have gotten an answer. Amen. So she refused to give up and surely she continued. Number four, these, all these, all these, if verse 43, if you read verse 43, you'd find what I'm saying there. Number four is, a new story was written about her. Verse 46. A new story was written about her. Because she touched the hem of Jesus' garment, and he said, somebody has touched me. Imagine it. Peter and his colleagues are saying, but Jesus, really, are you? How can you say somebody's touched you when everybody is actually squeezing us up and we are so many here? But what Jesus meant was somebody with an intention of that came, brought him half from home, is touched me and the power has gone out of me. Praise the Lord. You know, beloved, have you ever been in a meeting? And you go and say, Lord, I surely need you. And the morning or the afternoon, as they preach, the message comes to you. It is like, you know, you've opened your heart wide like this. Everything is entering, yeah? Some of us come with our, our hearts open like this. Some pass behind. And what enters very little. So we never go back the same. It's, you know, you never go back the same. Some, this person will be there enjoying God. And I was in a meeting one day, actually here, here, here in this country, uh, in, uh, and I forget, near Southampton, no, near Swindon. This next city is after Swindon going down. <laughs> uh, forget. But I was in a meeting that morning. And a preacher, pre- a preacher was preaching, and I could not stand. I was crawling, I was there, 
Everybody left me there. They came back and found me there. I was like a baby. I wouldn't stand. My, you know, I, I wouldn't stand. Now that comes with a hunger. It doesn't come accidentally. It comes with a hunger. You are hungry. You are thirsty. You have opened your heart to be filled. And when God puts, throws his word, puts his word there, it goes all in. And that's why some people get revelations, others don't get. That's why, why people get encounters with God, others don't get. There is, no, there is no magic there. It's the hunger. It's the thirst. Amen? So we can follow that and actually, and actually get it. Jesus said, I perceive someone has touched me. My passive power is going out of me. You know, is going out. Of, a new story is written about her. She's no more that woman who is bleeding. She's now a woman who has been healed. She has been touched by God. Praise God. There is a verse I want us to read in Psalms chapter 40, verses 3 and 4. He says, he put a new song in my mouth. Praise to our God. Many will see it and fear and will trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust and does not respect and does not respect the proud, nor such as turn aside to lies. Her faith, yes, so, so, so this is a, a psalm, and a, this is what God requires us to do. Blessed this man who makes the Lord his trust. Can we make the Lord our trust? Surely, can we do that? Can we uh, say, Lord, I will trust you with my life. I will trust you with everything I have. I'll, so that even what you have, you say, Lord, I actually surrender this to you. I surrender this to you. I surrender this to you. Surrender your qualification. You are, you know, surrender this to God. And wherever God sends you, you go. I was reading a, a story of a woman. She's, I think, from, an Ameri- from America. She was going to Iraq some years back. And uh, she knew she was going, not going to come back alive. And she wrote, a, she wrote a letter to her pastors. And she said, you know, you have been so good. Uh, you really raised me so well. And I'm going to the mission. I'm not ashamed of anything. I know I may not come back. In the case I die, read these scriptures on my, my funeral service. But what a great story that one is. Death was no longer a threat to her. Well, as here, when we hear of death, not only here, all over the world, when we hear of death, you know, we want to hide. But she said, whatever it means, I will go. And she went. She was 38 years of age. And her vehicle with others landed on a, on a, on a, on a, a what, how they call it? A mine, yes. And it blew off and they all died. And she had warned her pastors Never to read the letter until they hear she's no more. And that's when they opened the letter and read all that. And they read that at her 
funeral service. What a powerful, powerful life someone has lived. So in this world we are, we are just passing through. We are not going to inherit this world. We are going to heaven. All of us are going to heaven. If we, we mean it, we are going to heaven. There are those who think they are going to remain in this world, Manchester, watch Manchester City, Manchester United. You know, last night we, 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 we won. But I was not supposed to say that. I asked permission. I said, no, you cannot say that here. We are for Manchester United or Manchester City. But by Liverpool, we made it last night. Oh, oh thank you. Don't, don't raise high because they may now attack us. Uh, thank you. At least I have someone, you know? Yes, we did. But you know, somebody can love soccer so much that, Lord, I say, you know, if you come, just leave me to watch soccer. You just connect me on the line so that I will see what is happening in heaven. But when soccer comes, I go. Heaven has more better things than what you think is here on earth. Yes, number five. Her faith healed her. That is verse 48. Jesus said, daughter, your faith has made you well. It is our faith in God that makes us well. It is our faith in God that it changes everything around us and in us. The, the, the faith that brought this man from home to where Jesus was determined. You know, I like sometimes to illustrate, but I don't see people with, uh, you know, the ladies usually in the Uganda, they have, uh, how they, call, they have what we call lessons, yeah? <laughs> yeah, here you don't. You should have had that because you are an African lady. The, you know, you have a skin, a white skin, but you're one of us. These ones don't know. So, the, you know, I, I would have, you know, I imagine she came like this, but it was like Muslims, yeah? Let me use your jacket, yeah? Is that okay? Yes. You see, like, you see Muslims, yeah, very clever women, they j- just cover themselves, but actually they're seeing you, eh? <laughs> Yeah? Untouched. Nobody knew, she thought, they possibly people thought, this lady is just, because you can't know, you don't mind about people coming from behind. You mind about people from, in, from the front. And he was walking and touched because he had intention. I want to be healed. I've been suffering for many years, for 12 years. I want healing today. And her faith, made her whole. Your faith, daughter, has made you well. Praise the Lord. It is our faith in God that makes us well, that heals us, that opens doors for us, that does things we have never thought of. Yeah? It was the faith in God that made Joshua actually win most of all the battles. Because he would call upon the Lord and God would direct him. And what God would tell him is what he would do to the dot. And everything would be handled because God was in it. Yeah? So our faith in God is very important, beloved friends. I've come to realize that God is not respect of persons. 
can use anybody at any time. Amen? How many believe that? Let me see your hands. Oh, no, this one, I don't take it. It's this one. <laughs> yes. God can use anybody at any time. If you just allow him, he can. Amen? He can. Number six. She returned home in peace. That is 48b. She returned home in peace. When we meet Jesus, peace comes. Because he's a prince of peace. You can never meet Jesus and keep on grumbling all your life. It never happens. And if it is happening, then there's something lacking. Jesus brings satisfaction. We, we had a very wonderful lunch today. This man has a wife, really. You better go there and see. Yes, when we feel our time is, yes. But we may not still have peace even when our time is half full. My host here, this lady, there's nothing she has not done for me. Every time, every time, every time. So I've told her, I said, you better come, when you come to Africa, please visit us. I don't know how many here have ever had a president. We had a president in Uganda who has never been to school called Idi Amin. Anybody has ever heard of him? Maybe you are not born, but you have heard of him. Idi Amin was a president of Uganda at some point, and he stopped in primary school. Some people think he stopped in P4, primary four, the first four classes. And he was invited by the queen to her palace. And she, he enjoyed and all that. And he told the queen, he said, you know, if you come, please, would you, like, would you come and visit us in Uganda? And if you come and visit, we will revenge. You know revenge? Revenge is a very wrong word to use at that, you know? He said, we will so, you know, we will happily receive you. But he said, we shall revenge. And, uh, and I told them this morning that when they come to Uganda, we shall revenge, yeah? Because... They've looked after me so, so well. And, you know, church, church is exciting. Church is good. Wherever you find the people of God, whether, wherever, they're the same. They're the same. She returned in peace. John chapter 14, verse 27, it says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be, so do not be afraid. Jesus gives peace, not as the world gives. The peace Jesus gives is beyond understanding. In Africa, they think, when they see people who are believers, they mistake them to be very rich because they have the joy of the Lord. And they can easily, thieves can even kind of attack you thinking you have a lot of money. But, you know, joy, the joy of the Lord is, does not come because of how much you have on your account. The peace of God comes from God himself and once it is in your heart, you are a happy person. This lady went back different, full of peace. 
the peace Jesus gives. When your heart does not condemn you, you stand right before the throne of grace. You know, when we have said, Lord, wash us, change us, make us into your instruments of worship, peace comes. Peace does not come where we are double dealing. One leg is here, another one is here. Peace does not come. Peace comes when we have surrendered our lives and said, Lord, I'm a very bad person. I want you to help me. God is very good at that and will change us and we shall go back in peace. This lady went in peace and she never remained the same. The prayer of my heart is, beloved, that we get these things right. That we refuse to listen to the crowd. People can bull us, bulldoze us, take us around and want us to take their ideas. Surely we can say no. God is for me. God is there for me. I will not take what people say. I will take what the word of God tells me. Whatever the word of God is. So, you know, I will take that. She had spent everything she had. She refused to give up. A new story was written about how we are talking about her. This is more than 2,000 years ago when it happened. And here we are talking about this lady. Why? Because she had an encounter with the living God. And something changed in her life. Her faith healed her. She returned home in peace. 